and anything that you touch, um, keep, don't give it back because of COVID. Um, so we, uh, today, uh, we have that our, in our first reading, uh, the Lord promises us through the prophet Isaiah, on this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all people a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy, rich food and pure choice wines that God promises to provide not just for some of the people, but for all people, that all people um, will be provided for, and not um, leftovers, but that he'll provide for them juicy, rich food and pure choice wines. Uh, and we can see in this that the, the reality of uh, the universal call to holiness in the church is that all of us are called to real canonizable holiness, and that God will provide for each one of us real um, choice food, juicy, rich food, pure choice wine, that God will provide for us uh, all the goodness of sanctity. Uh, And not just some people, right? Holiness isn't just reserved to the priests and monks and nuns. That holiness is for all of us. Real, actual holiness. Uh, The ability to live lives of canonizable saints. It's for each and every one of us. We're all called to that height of holiness. There's no second-class saints. Uh, We're all called to be great canonizable saints on account of our baptism. Uh, That's the call that was given us in our baptism. It's a fulfillment of our baptism to live as a canonized saint. And that we're supposed to do this, but it's unfortunate that so many people don't. That so many people don't live the life of canonizable holiness. And that those who don't, those who reject that call, who have received the sacrament of baptism, um, so they've been invited to the wedding feast, um, but they reject the call because they have other stuff going on. Similarly to how in the gospel, you have those who are invited, um, but I, I've, got other, I've got better stuff to do. Um, that I'm, I've, I, some ignore the invitation, go away to their farm or to their business. Others actually um, beat and kill the servants that are sent to call them. Um, We are called, and it's unfortunate, it's it's sad, it's a scandal in the church, that so many of those who are baptized don't live their baptismal holiness. They don't live that call to holiness given at baptism. We have to strive not just to be passable Catholics. We have to strive to be real canonizable saints. We should be shooting for the heights of holiness. And that is rightly the fulfillment of our baptism. It's nothing extraordinary or strange to live like a canonized saint. That's actually what should happen once we get baptized. Now, if you want to do that, and this is where those papers come in, if you want to do that, you have to have a plan. It's not enough to just be haphazard. That I'm somehow, you know, I use the example all the time, like, Oh yeah, I want to drop a few pounds. I'm going to do nothing and it'll just magically happen somehow, right? And even more, like, I want to be a great athlete. Nah, but I'm not really going to take any effort. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to have a plan. I'm just going to, I'll play pickup basketball every now and again and I'll play in the NBA one day, I'm sure. No, absolutely not. That we're called to this real holiness and so we need a plan. We need to go about it in an ordered way. You know, whenever... Uh, people come to me uh, in confession and talk about, like, I don't have time to pray. I'm not making time to pray. I'm having trouble praying. I'm not really committed to prayer. 
My advice is always, and spoiler warning, if you ever come and say this to me in confession, here's probably what I'm going to say. Write something down and then just do what you wrote down. Just write it down. Put pen to paper and then just do what you write down. Just actually commit to something. And we, for some reason, when you write it down, it just becomes a lot more real. And so if we want to have a plan, um, you know, I'm, I can say write it down and good luck doing it when you get home. So we're going a step further. We wrote it down for you. Okay, we wrote down, we made the paper for you to write stuff down on. And so we are going to be talking about for the next seven weeks um, how to fill out and how to have a good plan to live holiness in the midst of your everyday life. And so we're going to go through, we, we have six different uh, time periods here. Uh, first, morning, noon, afternoon, evening, and last. And we filled in the ones that are um, pretty standard. And we're going to talk about these as weeks go on. So first morning offering and last examination of conscience, that's going to be the subject of next week's homily. Um, and then you should do something in the morning, something in the afternoon, and something in the evening. And at noon, if you're able to, or as close to noon as you can, pause and pray the Angelus. We're going to talk about the Angelus and the Rosary, I think, in uh, early November. Next week, we're going to talk about morning offering examination of conscience. The week after that, on October uh, 24th or 25th, I don't know, that, whatever that weekend is, we're going to talk about reading scripture and why we should read the Bible every day and be formed by scripture. Today we're talking about personal prayer um, and as part of the plan of life. We're going to talk about the example of the saints. We're going to talk about using time well. And then we're going to talk about how we should sanctify our work. So I did something I never do, which is I planned what I'm going to say on a Sunday. And I didn't just plan it for one week. I planned it for the next seven weeks. So this is what we're talking about. If you join a gym, they're going to say it's not enough to just look. I'm sure they're very happy to just have your money and have you never show up. But if you really want to get in shape, then it's like, no, here's the plan. On this day, you're doing cardio. On this day, you're doing weights. And you're going to do it this many times. You're going to increase your increments. Why should a gym be better at instilling virtue and habit than the church? And so we are going to go about this in a very ordered way of how to grow in holiness. Have a plan and write it down. And so um, today... The point on our plan of life to talk about today is personal prayer. That each and every one of us needs to spend time every week, every day, in personal prayer. Five to ten minutes. Whatever amount of time it is, make it a set amount of time. If you're doing nothing, start with five minutes. If you're doing about five minutes, bump it up to ten. Over time, we're going to bump it up. If you do a holy hour every day, awesome. Keep that up. But if you're doing nothing... Just five to ten minutes. And if you have to, I do a half an hour in the morning and a half an hour in the afternoon. And I set a timer, right? I set the timer and Lord, I'm going to, it's like a meeting, right? We got a half hour. We're going to talk about this and this and this. When the timer goes off, I'm going to, I got to, you know, get back to work, whatever I have to do. And so five to ten minutes at some time in either the morning, which is before going to work or school, the afternoon, which is um, after work or school, but before dinner, or the evening, which is between dinner and going to sleep. 
pick which time you're going to do your five to ten minutes of prayer and write it down and commit pen to paper. I'm going to spend at least some amount of time, five to ten minutes, a fixed amount of time, every day just talking to our Lord. It's the classical practice of mental prayer, to just have this one-on-one conversation with Almighty God, with my King, with my Lord, uh, with my friend, to have this time talking to our Lord every day. If you know, I know from my schedule that if I want to accomplish all the uh, prayer I want to do in the morning and the different things I need to prepare, that I need to be up by 6 o'clock in the morning. And so um, I just know, like, if I'm going to pray, if I'm going to do a half-hour prayer just because when Mass is, like, I'm shooting for 7.15. Like, I pray from 7.15 to 7.45 every morning. Um, and that that's kind of a fixed time. So if you need, if morning is too vague, then actually write down, like, 6.30 to 6.40. Um, that I'm going to spend this time in prayer. I'm going to talk to our Lord, 7 to 710. You know, write it down more specifically if you have to. If you're going to do the afternoon, it's going to be, I'm going to stop by the church on my way home from work, and I'm just going to spend five or ten minutes talking to our Lord here in the church or a few minutes before going to sleep, right? Whatever you pick. Pick a time somewhere in one of those openings and commit to doing it. Commit to talking to our Lord. Write it down and make it a thing. If we don't actually go about this in an ordered way, then it's no different than me saying I'm going to be the NBA, but maybe I'll play pickup basketball every now and again and somehow get there. Right? Uh, the, the man in the parable who came to the wedding feast without a wedding garment. Now, this is, um, I just learned something this year in reading a commentary about this passage. They gave you wedding garments if you didn't have one. When you showed up at a wedding, they would give you the wedding garment if you didn't have one, if you didn't bring your own. So what is he doing? He's saying, I'm going to go about it in my own way. I'm going to be here. You should be grateful that I'm here. And I'm going to do it on my terms. And that didn't end well for him. Uh, Being cast out into the darkness outside where there's wailing and grinding of teeth. If we decide... We want to live the Catholic life on our terms, doing it our way. Our Lord is willing to provide all the grace we need to be saints. And if we say, nope, I'm going to do it my way. I don't need your wedding garment. I don't need that times of personal prayer. I don't need to talk to you during the day, Lord. Uh, Then we will not fare any better than the man cast outside where there's wailing and grinding of teeth. We need to really uh, give ourselves... uh, wholeheartedly, with humility and dedication to living um, a real plan for holiness. And this plan of life should be, it's flexible, right? This is not, this, this piece of paper is not imposing. This is not uh, rigid or um, too much or too intense. It's meant to be flexible. St. Paul um, says in this letter to the Philippians, he knows how to live in humble circumstances, live with an abundance, um, in uh, being well-fed or being hungry, abundance or need. He learned it all. Our plan of life, because he relies entirely on our Lord. Our plan of life should center us on our Lord. So that no matter what a day brings, I've got my time in there with the Lord. No matter what else is going to happen today, I'm going to take some time, I'm going to talk to you, Lord. As we go on, every day, I'm going to offer you, Lord, my day. I'm going to see how I did about it at the end of the day. Every day, Lord, I'm going to turn to your mother and pray the Angelus, and I'm going to pray the Rosary. I'm going to read from the Bible just a few minutes every day and be formed by the Scriptures. I'm going to sanctify my work. I'm going to give you my time. 
It's not superimposing. But if we do it, and we do it right, then it's no matter what circumstance we find ourselves, every day we'll be able to consistently live uh, holiness. As a parish priest, I have no idea what my day is going to bring. I wake up, I offer my day to the Lord, and I have no idea what I even mean by that, because who knows what's going to happen today. Um, But by living just a simple, flexible, um, but demanding plan of life, we're able in the midst of whatever comes to stay in union with our Lord, to be strengthened by Christ Jesus. And so, my friends, we have to do this. This is... um, It's non-negotiable, and as a parish, uh, this is going to be our focus until basically Advent starts. And so um, today, really commit to this. Write something down and then stick to it. Um, To give our, today, focusing on that time of prayer. To give five to ten minutes to our Lord every day. Weekends, work days, busy days, vacation days. Give five to ten minutes to our Lord every single day. So that he can instruct us and nourish us. And we can celebrate with him um, in the wedding feast and live this call to real canonizable holiness, uh, the call to live as great saints in the midst of the world.